Now it's time for the rural news with Monique Steele and a close call for North Canterbury wine growers. Yes, a large fire in Waipara yesterday got close to the vineyards, but there haven't been any reports of vines being lost. The fire, which burned through five hectares of scrub, has been put out. North Canterbury Wine Growers Chairman Matt Barber was at Greystone Winery, just north of the fire, and says it had many growers on edge. We sort of went up the top of the hill just to sort of monitor it, make sure it didn't get too close, but obviously the wind was uh, blowing from northwest, so down Blowing, blowing most of the smoke down more towards um, Amberley than, than towards Greystone. So that was, uh, yeah, that was, that was probably um, a, a good thing for us, but not so good for a couple of other little vineyards down around the fire. So, yeah, I think they were pretty nervous. Mr Barber says the fire came close to Accolade Wines Vineyards and RNZ has reached out to the company for comment. He says conditions are bone dry, so growers are closely monitoring the fire danger. We haven't had a decent rainfall in, in probably a month now, going on six weeks. So it's uh, it's very dry, tender dry. And obviously with the grass, um, if you're not keeping it down, then uh, high, high likelihood of, of something catching on fire if you don't look after it and, and take care of what you're doing. So there's a lot of that going around in the vineyards for sure at the moment. Meanwhile, Matt Barber says the hot, dry weather has been perfect for the grapes, which are looking great ahead of harvest in the autumn. Global dairy prices continue their upwards trend. The average price rose 4.2% to US dollars a tonne at the global dairy trade auction overnight. It's the fifth consecutive rise at the auction. NZX analyst Christina Alvarado says sales exceeded expectations, largely from the Middle East and North Asian buyers. New Zealand is heading to the lowest side of the season, And, of course, that means in the coming GDTs, less volume will probably be offered. But seeing that people are coming to GDT to to get the product and as the season goes down and the volumes drop, if this continues the trend, then we, we might be able to keep seeing prices lifting at least towards this side of the year until we start to see how... U.S. and European production seasons start to to pick up. Christina Alvarado says it's optimistic demand for New Zealand dairy should remain strong. A new method of seeking out and culling wallaby is off to a good start in the South Island. Ten Bennett's wallabies wearing brightly coloured GPS collars were dropped by helicopter into the Waitaki and Mackenzie districts in December. It was hoped the so-called spy wallabies would act as lures and lead hunters to other wallabies in efforts to control populations of the introduced pest. Otago Regional Council spokesperson Libby Caldwell says the plan is working out well. Last week we had our um, aerial hunting team go out and um, hunt the 10 spy wallabies that have been released. They have led us to an extra 18 wallaby, so those extra 18 wallaby were destroyed at the time of the hunt. And so we are really happy with the results of the first hunt that's happened and there are hunting teams going to be doing this over the next 11 months as well to um, give us some insight into whether this spy wallaby technique is something that will work for us in the long term. 
Libby Caldwell says the Regional Council is investing $110,000 into the field work over the next two years and the Tupu Matoro National Wallaby Eradication Programme is also contributing an additional $100,000 too. She says the potential benefits will far exceed that investment in terms of protecting the region from wallabies which cause huge damage to native bush, farms, crops, commercial forestry and biodiversity. The next hunt is on February the 19th. Strong international demand for New Zealand venison is resulting in good prices for farmers. AgriHQ senior analyst Mal Crowe says as the main part of the European chilled venison season comes to its end, buyers are looking to invest in next season's stock. She says new season contracts, which will be released later in the summer, should be strong. Some early on-farm deer sales suggest that there is some confidence and positivity uh, within this industry. Strong demand for venison from North America has basically counteracted some of the European markets that were perhaps just not as strong as they would have usually have been. That market in general has, has managed to withstand the downside that we've seen in, in other red meat export markets as well, um, and it's allowed those prices received at the farm gate to track at a, a much stronger level than what, particularly what we're seeing for lamb. That's Mal Crowd of AgriHQ. Warm weather with some scattered rainfall around key growing regions like Bay of Plenty have promoted healthy growth in kiwifruit orchards, a relief after a wet summer last year. Growers are busy trimming the vines, getting an idea of this season's crop before picking starts in autumn. Māori kiwifruit growers chairman Anaru Timutumu says so far the weather's been much more friendly to growers this season. It's um, a lot more uh, promising than last year. You know, we had kind of the deluge of, of rain, kind of wet weather last year. But it's looking it's looking pretty promising for, for this year. And for Māori being kind of long-term landowners, we're able to deal with kind of the ups and downs. But, you know, this is looking um, a lot more promising than last year. Anaru Timitumu says Māori growers make up about 10% of the industry, exporting around 11 million trays, earning $120 million for the New Zealand economy. And lastly, thousands of Australian sheep and cattle that have been on board a live export ship for more than a month will not be exported again. The MV Bahijar vessel has been parked off Perth's coast for weeks after being diverted away from the embattled Red Sea due to the worsening security situation there. The exporter wanted to re-export the animals to Israel the long way around Africa. However, the Australian government has declined that application, leaving the exporter to decide the next steps for the animals. And that's the Rural News for today. Kia pai tora.